Welcome to Becoming Unshakable with Sarah Wolf and Patri Hunty. The purpose of this podcast is to empower you to improve your life and become your own coach. Together, we will guide you through mindset techniques and psychology tools that we have applied to change our own lives and to help others do the same. During these episodes, we'll be taking you through mindset exercises and practicalities so you can feel free to get your journal and your favorite pen and take some notes along the way. Hello, my loves, and welcome to today's vlog slash podcast episode. Today, we are going to be talking about family relationships, family nuisances, and family challenges, because these may lead you to not trust the world, to not trust men, to not trust yourself, and to just sort of have a fear-based outlook on your reality, right? So this can really impact the way that we can see the world, the way that we can expect things to work out for us or not, and really doubt either ourselves or other people that may come about okay so this is really important to work with and I would advise to really start to do your inner work if you have found that this still hinders you to this day the way that you were brought up whether it was your childhood or teenage years will really show up in the way that you show up in your intimate relationships the way that you're able to attach to others or not attach the way that you might have an anxious attachment or avoidant right So it all really relates. And the way that it relates to me is if you guys know me already, you know that I had a little bit of a traumatic childhood, to say the least. There was some abuse there. There was a lot of manipulation. There was toxic relationships. There was just a lot, right? There was a lot in my family. So what I hear, you know, when I and what I see when I see others going through this, whether it's my friends, whether it's my clients and they struggle to let go and move on from it and trust the world, whether it's anybody else, I just feel like it's my aligned purpose to actually help people who are going through that because I know that it took me so long to realize what I needed to do, right? What I needed to do for myself so that I wouldn't necessarily be basically you know thinking that I deserved that that I deserved that treatment that I deserved what I got and that it was always going to be this way that it would always be like this and it wouldn't change for the better so guys like trust me on this it's just not the way like you actually deserve so much better than the way your childhood was or the way your teenage years were or afterwards And what happens sometimes is that either it might show up as people pleasing in the end, right? Um, So if you had some form of trauma or just like really unpleasant types of things during your your childhood, whether it was just whatever way it showed up, it might turn into people pleasing, right? It might turn into, right, I must do this for others to like me. It might turn into choosing people who are not good for you, particularly in intimate relationships. So you might think, well, I have to be the certain way with men because that's the only way they will be with me, right? And this is the only way that somebody will care for me. And this is the only way that I will be loved, right? So it might show up like that. It might show up that you're kind of anxious avoidant and you know you're kind of addicted to drama or something like that 
you know, there's many ways that it can show up, right? But the most important thing is to emphasize the importance of actually doing your inner work when you've had really tricky situations in your family background, okay? And also, really important thing to remember is that it really doesn't matter where you come from, okay? It doesn't matter where you come from, what your parents did, what your dad did, what the way somebody was, right? Because they're not you. And I can't emphasize this enough. Your dad is not you. Your mom is not you, right? So whatever way they treated others, whatever ways they treated you or your siblings, you don't have to be the same. And you don't have to carry their guilt either. You don't have to carry their karma either, okay? You get to choose differently because you're a different person. You may have some of their DNA. However, we're all here to decide what DNA we get to have. We all decide what sort of behaviors we want to partake on. We all decide what type of mindset and what type of thoughts we get to have. So whatever, wherever you come from, whatever parents you come from, they're not you and you're not them. So let them learn their lessons. You don't have to control them. You don't have to coach them. In fact, it's not your job. I really tried, like, I would actually not even try to coach them. I would give out and be like, why are you like this? Like, can't you see? But no, (laughs) if they can't see, they can't. Like, you can't actually transform. You can't change your family by, like, shouting at them or just, like, walking off on them and, like, things like that. And in fact, as you get older, you will need to process this yourself, do your own inner work, and you'll actually lead by example. And this is the only way that it worked for me. So you cannot force people to change. So if you're in a family or you come from a family that was just like a walking disaster and it felt like it was just chaotic, it is not your job to coach them. It is your job to just simply do your own inner work, do your own transformation, work on yourself for a few months, for a few years, and then lead by example. And if they have a problem with that, then so be it, because it's not your problem. What your problem is, is yours, right? Your problem is your own. You don't have to take on their problems, which happens a lot, especially if you're on people-pleasing mode. If you had to basically be the savior or be the, like, essentially the therapist of the family, which was my case, you do not have to take that role on anymore. And that's a coping mechanism. That's the firefighter. We do that in parts therapy and internal family systems, where you have certain parts that were exiles, right? Where they ran away when, or they either ran away, parts of you literally run away, And those parts need to come back so that you feel whole and complete again after all of that that you experienced when you were a child, right? So your exile, your firefighter needs to chill, right? And we need to do this by inner work, by nervous system regulation, by doing your breath work, doing all of your meditation work and actually coming back to who you are as opposed to the people pleaser, the savior, the I I have to do it all. You don't have to do it all. And I'm still working through this. I'm actually a recovering firefighter, basically. But like, I'm so much better than I was a good while back where I was like, oh, mom has a problem. Let me just call. Oh, uh, my sister has this. Okay, let me just, will I get a flight over? Like, no, okay, we're not doing that because working on ourselves to a certain degree, it's fine to be there for others, right? But if it's damaging your inner work, if it is interrupting your inner growth and if if it's actually getting in the way 
of you improving and improving and improving your mental health, your mindset and everything else, then it's not, you're not saving anyone. You're actually not doing, you're doing a disservice to yourself. So it's okay to be there for your family. However, you do not have ownership of other people's growth, right? And that's important to know. And this is extremely difficult as well for, and this might not be relevant to you, for people who have, you know, family members who suffer from mental health. That would be myself. My father has bipolar disorder and I actually felt like everything was my fault. Like if there was something wrong with him, it was my fault. If he was depressed, it was my fault. If he was really angry all of a sudden, it was like, there's something wrong with me and he wants to kill me basically. Like it's not, none of this is your fault, right? Like just because somebody in your family has a certain, either a disorder or mental health issue, it is not your fault, Okay, so there are many professionals that can actually support with this. And, you know, just to note, like, obviously, I'm not going to dive deep into anybody else's mental health issues, but I'm just saying, right, like, I've obviously been there myself, like, I was literally in a psychiatric hospital for having anorexia. Hello, like, of course, I was there before. It's really difficult. However, you must understand that the weight of the world is not on your shoulders, right? So if, you know, if you felt guilty at some point, if you felt ashamed of the way your family treated you or anything like that, or you just feel like you've been carrying a lot from your family, it's okay to let go, right? It's okay to let go and it's okay to, you know, make your own life. You don't have to feel guilty because other people are, and I'm not talking about mental health issues at this point, it's like when people so onto another topic basically when people choose their own paths and whether they're self-sabotaging whether they are doing the same thing over and over again I'm calling you and I'm talking about family connections I'm talking about friends I'm talking about anyone here if somebody keeps calling you just just to complain even though they're self-sabotaging themselves it is not your job okay it is not your job to support that because if you've moved on and you're like well I'm making a really nice life for myself it is not my job to actually listen to somebody who's constantly bringing this these problems onto themselves I want to remind you that just because you grew up in a family where you had to save you don't have to be the savior anymore and I'm going to give you a moment to absorb that (laughs) while I drink my cup of tea okay so you don't have ownership of other people's growth And that's my main point. My eyebrow is doing something funny. (laughs) I never know how to do my eyebrows. So if anyone has great recommendations for where I can get them done, I've never gotten them done. And I'm like, okay, I think it's time. Your bestie needs it. So that's basically what I really wanted to reinforce and for you to absorb that like your inner child needs more caring that you think than you think. And personally, my inner child needed a lot of work in terms of like what I'm worthy of, right? So, you know, picture this, like your mom leaves when you're 12 out of absolutely nowhere and moves country and, you know, leaves you with, you know, I won't go too deep into it, but, you know, you you really need to work on those little triggers, those little wounds that mightn't be that little, right? Because if you continue on in your life and you still feel this pain, you might not know where it's coming from, but it might be coming from a simple event like, you know, the whole, right, this happened to me when I was younger, maybe I should look into it because it relates to me feeling not good enough 
are not worthy of or whatever. Or maybe if you as a child experienced those like money troubles or if there was some in your family, money difficulties or people fighting over money or people even saying that like money is evil and like only the rich people are bad. But, you know, all of these like old beliefs and things like that that people had, then, you know, ask yourself, what are my beliefs at the moment what is my pain? What are my wounds that are coming from my family? Because they're not your wounds. They're coming from your family. So you need to work through them and separate yourself from them as well, right? So acknowledge them, validate them, but then also realize that they're actually not yours, right? So you can separate from them once you've acknowledged them, validated them and given yourself the love, but also know that they're not your beliefs and that you can create your own, your own new ones, basically. And that's what I really had to do myself. And we don't always have to take on everybody else's beliefs, everybody else's truth as your truth, as our truth, because your truths are your truths, right? Your beliefs are your beliefs. You don't have to take on anything that anybody else says. It doesn't matter if it's, you know, if it's your auntie, if it's your cousin, whatever, like they don't, you're, you're not them. Remember this, like you're not them. So that's really important to note. Anyway, the whole point of this podcast episode is so that you actually feel good within yourself without holding any guilt or shame uh, from your family, from the heaviness, from all of the difficulties that you've experienced, because we've all experienced really difficult, a lot of us have experienced really difficult childhoods and then after that teenage years, right? So for instance, I was kicked out of my house like over 30 times. I mentioned this before. And, you know, like that really gets you. It's like, that's proper, like who's going to love you kind of thing. And you need to realize that it's actually, it's not because you're not worthy. It's not because you're not lovable. It's because of whatever way your parents were, whatever was happening at the time, whatever was going on. And and it is what it is, right? We need to work through that. We need to understand it and we need to see it from the observer's point of view in meditation or from a journaling perspective, whichever you prefer, with a coach, with a therapist, whichever you choose. And just see that from a distance and see like, okay, if somebody had gone through that, if my best friend had gone through that, what would I say to them? Would I say that they're, it's because they're not lovable and they're not worthy? I don't think so. <laughs> I really don't think so. It's actually quite the opposite. It's like, wow, like, okay, that's quite tough. Like, let's do something about it, right? Let's reframe. Let's let's do some journaling about it. Uh-huh. And, you know, anything else that has happened that may have been similar, or even when you were very little, right? If you witness some things in your parents' relationship that you know so some of you may have had like a beautiful happily married parent couple like basically couple and you know to look to look up to that that's great but when you haven't seen that it's really tricky to then kind of talk to your inner child and say yeah you deserve a healthy relationship (laughs) right so it's about working with that as well and realizing wow holy god like I, I need I need to do some inner work because my beliefs are that like it's really not that easy to have a healthy loving relationship when it actually it is it is it's not the easiest but it means that you can actually create it build it like work on it all of those things however that doesn't mean there's not going to be any triggers 
<laughs> so when the triggers come up understand them work through them do your inner work like don't blame the other person constantly unless obviously they're a different kettle of fish I'll leave it there uh, I won't go into mine and <laughs> um, so really understand right understand your wounds understand where they come from nourish your inner child and ask her what she needs right so what does she need what do you need today how can I best parent you how can I be a great parent to you today because her fears her sadness her beliefs about people her beliefs about being able to trust she needs your help girl like she needs your help she needs to hear things from you that she didn't hear from her parents she needs to hear the nice things that she didn't you know she didn't get she didn't she needs the compliments she needs the affirmations she needs to be nourished through breath work and all of that beautiful nervous system regulation work right so she's probably feeling a little bit chaotic there's probably a lot of chaos in her mind about what the world is like and personally that was the case with myself I didn't know what was going on I was like oh so I can't trust anyone because my parents weren't trustworthy like that's not the way we want to feel about the world like we want to we want the universe to support us right we want to be loved we want to get good treatment good loving treatment and you are deserving of love and you are deserving of abundance and you are deserving of all of the healthiness that this world has to offer right as opposed to what your family gave you however you're going to have to do the inner work yourself nobody else is going to save you I always say this save yourself don't be mad just save yourself right because we might be like okay yeah but I'll get a boyfriend and then he'll save me well that's actually probably not true because if you're expecting somebody else to save you, I have news for you. It's not going to happen. <laughs> I actually was hoping that that would happen. I was like, a Prince Charming will just come and save me and then it'll be fine. No, we don't want to believe that. And we don't want to think that because yes, now I have a healthy partner who has a healthy mind, who was raised by not a pack of walls and has values, has integrity and you know he's completely understanding and accepts me accepts accepts me <laughs> accepts me exactly as I am but that wasn't the case always okay so yes of course I have a healthy relationship but I put in the work I have reframed things at the start of the relationship I was not feeling so healthy myself in the sense of now not my health but obviously my mind my mind was making up stories was like well, can I trust you but this but that and the other and we need to do that work ourselves right it's not up to them to save us to change our mind to uh, make sure that we feel loved and nourished like yes of course they'll have to be loving but you're going to have to create that love within yourself first especially after having a traumatic childhood right not everybody will have a traumatic childhood ideally you would select somebody for dating or for a relationship who has not necessarily had the most traumatic childhood so that you can even it out but you know up to you that's just my personal choice and you know really select somebody who's got a secure attachment style so that there's not like an interplay of a lot of <laughs> especially if you've got like an anxious or avoidant or anxious avoidant attachment style because if you're afraid somebody will leave you all the time and that you're not good enough then you're not doing your inner work right we want to strive towards having a secure attachment style so that we feel safe secure 
we feel more than good enough in a relationship so that we're not constantly questioning, will they be looking at somebody else? Will they leave me? Will they do this to me, right? We want to work with our wounds so that they can serve us as lessons, not so that they work against us. Okay, so that's the way I was like, I was constantly trigger, 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 and then putting it out on the partner, bless them. Like, I do feel like, I'm sorry, please forgive me. Thank you. But yeah, we move, right? We, we learn, then we become secure, and then we're able to be with a secure person. Like, what's better than that, right? There's no drama. There's no, like, this is another thing. We're taught that drama is good. We see it on TV shows. We watch it on Netflix. We see it because obviously if the, if it wasn't drama it would be boring but remember that's not real life and just because your childhood may have been like that to watch it doesn't mean you're carrying it through like seriously guys i used to watch telenovelas which means you're watching the most dramatic spanish or latin american tv shows of your life guys that is not it <laughs> That is not what your girl is striving for. That is not what we're striving for. We're actually striving for a loving, healthy partnership where you can feel safe in your body, where you can where it feels smooth, where you can laugh, where it's relaxed, and nobody's worrying about who's begging going behind someone's back, right? Excuse my French. So that's what we are striving for. We're striving to do our inner work. We're striving to feel healthy within. We're striving to feel the love within ourselves that we perhaps didn't necessarily get from our family when we were younger because it was a large ball of chaos, okay? So look, if if you're in that situation where it's still hurting you, I would really recommend, and I was there um, not so long ago, actually, where I was still, still, still um, managing triggers and they were obviously showing up so that I would heal them. So if you are at that point where you're finding that, you know, a lot of things are triggering you, a lot of things are showing up, it is a sign to do your inner work and there's kind of no roundabout way about it, okay? So the good news is that you have something to do about it and that you can okay that you can you absolutely can and I promise you that when you do when you do your inner work then a lot of beautiful things show up right a lot of beautiful things flow a lot of beautiful things happen for you without you relying on those triggers okay you don't have to be your triggers you don't have to be your past I always say this you get to choose differently every single day that you wake up so you're not your family you're you and you were put in your family so that you can learn the lessons and move forward okay so that you can move on from that karma heal it process it and move forward and that karma is going to make you stronger when you overcome it I cannot emphasize this enough I have become so much stronger so much stronger because of my past do you see like the difference between being in victim mode and actually overcoming things and being empowered? Because if we stay in victim mode, then we're just going to stay in the past constantly. We don't want to be there. What's there? It's lovely to look back at memories, but what's there? You're not her. You're not in the past. You're not, you're not a victim anymore. You actually have complete power over your present now. So what are you going to do now with it? Are you going to visit your inner child and tell her that everything is okay? Are you going to visit certain difficult situations and tell her it's okay? And this is not the easiest, like this is not, this is, it doesn't mean, nobody said it was easy. Nobody said, because then everyone would do it. 
but when you've gone through like you know sexual abuse when you've gotten through family trauma when you've gone through you know witnessing your parents kind of hating each other and coming back you've kind of seen a lot right there's a lot of things that come out of that there's a lot of things and you're going to have to work through it because it's your it's your mission and purpose to find out what's on the other side when you reframe and when you actually process your emotions about it and you do your inner work you in fact your pain turns into your purpose sometimes so maybe you'll actually find out that you'll help people who've had this uh, situation in their past right maybe you'll find out that your siblings need that your support maybe you find out that that led you to have the best relationship of your life so whatever it is just use your pain for the for the good for the better because I promise you it's not the end of the world and you can come out way better than you expected you will come out learning things learning new things seeing the world from a different perspective so don't underestimate actually facing your pain because otherwise the pain will take control of you and what you want to do is actually you take control of your life because that's what you get to do now from today onwards you get to have control over your life and the pain doesn't have to control you okay so hopefully that made sense I didn't mean for it to be so serious but I guess family stuff isn't exactly that light sometimes So I really hope that you got a lot out of this episode and, you know, you guys, you know where to find me if you want to be coached by me. But I really just, my intention is that you get so much value out of this and that you're able to perhaps journal and understand things that that have happened to you so that you can reframe them in a more productive light, in a more beneficial light. It's not the end of the world. You've got this and you can turn your pain into power as well. Okay, so don't forget it. You're an incredible being. You're an incredible being and no pain will end you. Like you can absolutely thrive in any sort of environment. You just need to know what is good for you from now on and not basically depend on your pain. You're you don't you're not a victim anymore, okay? You're not a victim anymore. You've got an amazing power within you. You just need to heal through your stuff and just carry on the way that everyone does okay even if it seems hard right now I promise you you've got this you can listen back to this episode whenever you feel triggered by the past okay within your family or within relationships and you've got this I promise I promise I promise you've got this (laughs) okay amazing so I will see you in the next one thank you for listening and don't be afraid to reach out to me on Instagram I love hearing from you guys I love you lots thank you (laughs) 